Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Comics Evolve, where we discuss all things around comics, media, culture, with your hosts, Andy, Jarian, and Alex. Welcome to Comics Evolve, myself, Andy Stead. And I'm Jarian Gibson. And I'm Monty Harry. Uh, we're joined by Monty today. Alex is uh, again uh, a little bit busy, so we've got uh, we've subbed him in, sub Monty in. How are you, Monty? All right? Can't complain. Always a pleasure to be here. Thanks, guys, for having me. You're very welcome, mate. Very welcome. It's good to have you back. Um, we're here for a specific reason today. We are going to yeah. be previewing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. It's out next Wednesday, I think, at the earliest. Um, I've got my tickets booked for next Saturday. I'm really excited to see it actually. Um, lots of good things look like they're going to be going on in this uh, in this film. So um, let's uh, begin our chat. Um, Money, what are your early expectations for this movie? So, um, you know, it, it, so first of all, well, like what my main, like, let, let's start broad, right? I feel that in, you know, generally speaking with the MCU right now, there's been, you know, some, a, a level of disappointment. I, the true believers, the true fans, you know, we're, we're, we're right along with it. You know, we're loving the ride, but you know, it's kind of become a little bit cool to kind of hate on Marvel a little bit. You know, there's a little couple of <laughs> things in the armor, so to speak and whatnot. I think this is the movie that shuts everyone up and is going to, you know, turn everything around. I, I, I think you're going to see really high critic reviews. I think that, um, you know, I have a lot of high expectations for this movie. You know, James Gunn, amazing director. You know, they, they've got this cast down. They've got a rhythm going, um, you know, from a lot of the rumors. You know, we were hearing that multiple people are going to not be with us anymore after this movie. You know, as we know, you know, Drax is 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 done, you know, per his contract and per his, you know, wants to move on. Um, you know, so so based on on those things from a uh, from a macro kind of perspective, I think we're going to see uh, a really great, uh, really great movie. Um, it, it's probably going to be it's going to have that humor. Um, I think it's going to have another really great soundtrack. Yep, um, mm. like they usually do, which I'm very much looking forward to. And I think that we, uh, you know, we get uh, some some tearjerker moments, some some sad stuff. But uh, I think ultimately, it's a movie that um, is is probably well connected into everything that's going on from a cosmic perspective, and then um, you know sets us up for either maybe um, a, a rebooted or future type of Guardians, or maybe the Guardians kind of separate into something else. Um, but I, I, I think it's going to be a very pivotal and uh, very uh, important point uh, in the uh, MCU uh, history. Yeah, sure, sure. Jaren, what are your uh, early thoughts on this? Um, I definitely think there's going to be some some deaths. Um, I definitely think we're going to get uh, a new Guardians team. It, it seems like it's setting up for a, a team of maybe Groot, um, Cosmo, Mantis, Nebula, and then maybe some new people join the team. Who knows? Maybe we get a Nova tease at the end of this. Maybe, um, maybe Adam Warlock becomes part of the team. Maybe at the end of this, he goes from foe to friend. You know. So, but definitely think I, I think that we're not going to see any more of, of Quill. Drax is done, um, and Rocket. I think Rocket. Yeah, the marketing. If you look at the three films, the first film it was Groot. You kind of get see the logos, the colors. The second one. It was Yondu, you know, the colors there. And then now here with this one, it, it does look like this is Rocket's story. 
his kind of last hurrah in the MCU. Mm, sure. I, yeah. um, I love what you said there, Monty, about the cast, because this is a really well-established cast now, isn't mm-hmm. it? You know, this is a, this is a cast. So some of the movies that we've had recently and some of the shows that we've had recently all about, um, you know, we've had some new characters. New um, beginnings, yeah. Yeah, new beginnings. Even, even with established characters, they've been introducing other new big characters within those movies as well, where this is a very established cast that's been around for years in the uh, MCU, been in lots of stories, in lots of different movies. And I think, like you said, I think it's just a a bit more settled, isn't it? Um, Same director, you know, it it seems like um, they're not trying to, you you know, so with Ant-Man, with Quantum Mania, they they were introducing Kang, weren't they? That was Mm -hmm. Kang's, I mean, I know we'd seen him at the end of Loki, but really and truly, they were introducing him in Quantum Mania. Yeah. So there was a big task there. It wasn't just Ant Man free. It was like this is Kang's introduction into the MCU, where this doesn't have. Yeah, okay, we're getting Adam Warlock, we're getting High Evolutionary, we might get a couple of other characters, but really, this is still the Guardians' third movie. It's their trilogy. It's James Gunn's trilogy, and it, it is settled. Yeah. So yeah, I think that makes a lot of uh, that makes a lot of difference, and I think that's going to make difference going into the movie as well. I think us as as viewers will feel more settled with it because we'll know where we stand. Yeah, I have yeah. a couple of uh, things, small news things too for this uh, movie that might change some thoughts as well. Mm. Um, so post credit scenes are confirmed by Gun via his Instagram. There is not a post credit scene. There are two. So there are two post credit scenes for this one. Um, Gun also, yeah, Gun also confirmed via Twitter that Bradley Cooper isn't alone in voicing Rocket. Uh, voice duties on Young Rocket are split between Bradley, Adolescent Rocket, Sean Gunn, Young Rocket, and Noah Raskin, Baby Rocket. So uh-huh. we're going to see a couple stages of Rocket's life in this film and probably going to get his origin story. I'm, I'm not going to talk about the clip because Annie's said I'm not going to watch that clip. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. Is, yeah, yeah, but there is a clip that showed you some some very deep history of Rocket and, and, and so forth. Um, then Linda for sure that he's going to get killed because yep. you know, it's uh, they you know they don't build you up like that unless they're gonna yeah know, take the rug out from under you. They always do it like that. And then we have another person playing multiple roles in the MCU. So Linda Cardinelli, who is Laura Barton, uh, she's the voice of Lila the Otter in this. Film. Yes, so that's cool. And then. Zoe Saldana basically wants Gamora recast after her MCU exit. So it doesn't sound like Gamora is going to die, but it does sound like, because they already killed her once, pretty much. Um, but it does sound like Zoe Saldana is done with the role. Um, she says, the one thing I would not want is for Gamora to go away. She's been such an impactful character for fans, and especially female fans and young female fans. I would love for Marvel to figure out a way to find the next generation of actors that can incarnate these characters um and give them uh, this immortality that fans generally she keep coming back to and with that she announces her retirement from the mcu says i don't think this is the end for the guardians it is the end for me for gamora so, wow. wow i've always um always been sus- not suspicious i don't mean suspicious but you know i dare say i said this to somebody about um Chris Evans potentially coming back as, as Steve Rogers. And somebody said, oh, but d- didn't Chris Evans say that he was done with the MCU? And I was like, yeah. And I dare say at one point, Mark Hamill said he was done playing Luke Skywalker in 1990. Oh, or- one second. 
we have somebody join us today. Ah, what's up, guys? <laughs> Relate to never. What's up, Alex? How are y'all? Sorry about being a little bit late. I do apologize. Got hung out with work. So no worries. No problem. Better, better late than never, Alex. Better late than never. Um, good to see you. Um, so we're just saying. Uh, yeah, I, I I was talking to somebody about Chris Evans coming back as Steve Rogers. I think it, and, I think it was uh, me on one of the posts. Prob- probably was, yeah, probably was. And uh, and I, you know, he said, "Oh no, I'm not coming back as as Captain America," which I think is cryptic anyway, because he probably isn't coming back as Captain America. He'll probably come back as Steve Rogers. But that's not that's not my point here. My point here was, I dare say, someone like Mark Hamill said, "I'm not coming back as Luke Skywalker," and I dare say, Harrison Ford said, "I'm not coming back as Indiana Jones." And given enough time and given the right project and given, um, you know, whatever other circumstances, they could potentially be back one day. You know, that's like saying I'm never going to play golf again after. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. 10 years later, you didn't go back and play golf. So yeah. I perfectly understand. So, yeah, this is it. I perfectly understand Zoe Saldana saying, look, I'm done for the time being. I, I want to go and explore other things, do other things um uh, and be a person i don't know if she's she's got any children or got a partner she might want to explore starting a family or something like that so you know but you know let's not put a, a complete dead end on it she may well be back sometime in the future you never know this this and, thing isn't going away anytime soon so and she also does two to three more avatar films to do so she's been part of like what the three biggest franchises in history mm. she's been a part of so dollar franchise yeah her, her pockets aren't empty so she could draft the sunset <laughs> even after she's done with this and avatar and, and be fine and i think she does have a partner and possibly young kids as well yeah so what do okay. we think that what do we think that means for that character then do you think that means she gets killed off in this movie does that mean that she maybe ends up in some dimension or you know falls into something where it's like she, or it goes into a coma something where she's like on ice or in the fields. I can see her maybe just riding off in the sunset after in game. I don't think they're going to kill her off again. Mm -hmm. Um, It Mm -hmm. it does appear that at the beginning of this film, she is leading the Ravagers now. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe that she kind of just goes off with the Ravagers after this film. We don't see that part again. Cause like I said, I think we're going to get a new team uh, uh, dynamic after this film. And maybe we'll see her do cameos or maybe not come back until secret wars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it feels like in this movie, she really wants nothing to do with Quill. So, I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things where, I like, I feel like at the end of this, it's going to be like, hey, let's get past this and move on. And I'm just going to go ride off and go do something else, you know, hop in a ship and I'm gone. And I'm back to what I was doing probably before. So, mm. yeah, yeah, sure. I am um, uh, looking at Gamora's sort of history. Um, I'm wondering like the the history that we've already seen we've already seen a gamora from another timeline so is that what zoe sandana is talking about maybe a gamora from another timeline yeah or another yeah. another another universe um that could bring in a different style of gamora maybe she's saying about a new actress playing her or or whatever so i wonder whether that's and it ties into the multiverse theme that we've got at the moment yeah because well, we you know, have... one thing i one thing i noticed was that um you know in the trailers you know we've seen kind of quill Whereas he was kind of like Gamora, Gamora, like all on her. Like all we've seen in the trailers is him kind of like moving towards Nebula, maybe. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's a, you know, maybe it's just more of like a friendship, which is probably what they're gonna do. But they, I've seen more chemistry with them than I in any way, shape, or form than between Gamora and Quill since before Endgame. Mm-hmm. I I also think it's like really big too. I mean, she was 
she was in that episode of what if that they pretty much scrapped that yeah. they're going to also bring out too so i mean like it's also kind of one of those things like gamora is pretty popular like everybody loves gamora i yeah. really like that character you know so like i feel like it's like even if they don't use her say in the mcu they can still do plenty with her and you know what if and, yeah. and other you know stuff yeah, so she could be in something like that, actually, as well, to be fair, couldn't she? Yeah, when she says yeah. about keeping that character alive. Yeah, for sure. For Good sure. Um, speaking of Nebula, um, she's, you know, she's completely turned, you know, she's now part, a fully-fledged part of the team, isn't she? Fully-fledged, mm -hmm. fully, you know, uh, indoctrinated member of the Guardians. And um, it'll be interesting to see her story. I wonder where that leaves her as well. I, I think she's probably going to, going to survive after this um but um yeah it's, it's interesting to see that you know she's gone on that sort of redemption arc. i mean i don't think she was ever truly bad was she no she's always had that you've always had that sort of soft spot for her you know because right. of the way that thanos treated her yeah and it looks like she's got you know gotten a nice little uh upgrade there with her uh, arm you know yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure that comes courtesy of rocket you know the weapons master himself um so you know I, I i see them building her i i you know i i don't see her leaving or anything like that and you know looking forward to how that character grows for sure i love that scene in the trailer where she is like basically standing in the background and quills basically explaining like everything that's happened and then like he finishes and she's like eh, mostly true you know you left out some stuff you know because it's just like such just a dry sense of humor like that's why she's it. like such a great character you know yeah her and Drax are masters of that i love that mm -hmm. about those two characters and there's, there's such a dynamic between the characters the guardians isn't there you have got her and Drax that are like that you've got rocket who's just like really brash and just up front and would just say anything you've got quill tries to humor everything away um yeah I, you got gamora who just doesn't want any kind of humor at all she nothing's funny at all so i think there's a and then you got group just saying i'm group all the time so there's such a nice dynamic between the group isn't there that i yeah. think there's a little bit for everybody to kind of laugh at so um yeah you see i can't wait to see that group again on on screen as it happens it's uh it's exciting um adam warlock yeah What's happening with Adam Warlock? I mean, I've, I did see a little rumor. I don't know whether Jarian's got any more news on this, but um, I did see that he was only going to have 10 minutes of screen time, which doesn't actually sound like a lot. But when you consider, I think T'Challa had like 11 minutes of screen time in Civil War, and it seemed like he was on screen for a lot longer than the 11 time, minutes. Yeah. yeah, but it was only like 11 minutes. So although Adam Warlock's only going to apparently get 10 minutes screen time, again, Jaren, I don't know if you've, you've heard anything on that lines. I haven't seen as far as much screen time. I'm, I'm sure more will come out this week since they're what the U.S. premiere is going to happen here pretty soon, and probably get some of the the critics. Oh, actually, some of the critics have already come out, I think, but we'll see probably more of the critics' uh, reviews of it. So yeah, mm. yeah. So like so so what do we? Sorry, go ahead, uh, Alex. I know. I was just going to say. I feel like a lot of that has to do with like even T'Challa is a good reference. You were talking about screen time, like with Adam Warlock. We may not get a lot of him on screen time, but a lot of it is present. Yeah. It's about mm -hmm. the presence on screen. And I feel like T'Challa was like one of those characters where like you would feel him in other scenes, even though he wasn't in other scenes with his presence on screen. You know, so it's like one of those things with Adam Warlock is even though he may not be on screen, it's like his presence should be felt. Yeah, that's know? a nice way of putting it. And to piggyback on that, what I, you know, I was going to say is that, you know, there's ways to kind of make it feel like he's present you know like if they do a lot of explanation on like his backstory and the purpose 
for him being created and, you know, his connection to the sovereign and his connection to the high evolutionary. And like, you know, there's a lot of like, he can be being talked about a lot and, and being featured and kind of, you know, have that backstory being developed. And, and it feels like he's there half the movie and really you only see him for, you know, you know, a fraction of it. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see, too, if he's actually tied to the High Evolutionary, because last time we right. first introduced him was in the Guardians, and he was the in the Sovereign. cocoon. Yeah, with, with Asia. So I wonder if, you know, if they fully got him to work, or if it failed, and then they had to go to the High Evolutionary, or does the High Evolutionary infiltrate the Sovereign and take them out and steal him? So it'd be interesting to see, you know, where that relationship happens between, uh, if there is one, between High Evolutionary and Adam Warlock. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I reckon you're. I reckon the former there. I reckon that they kind of employed a high evolutionary to help bring him to life. Mm -hmm. If they haven't already done that, like if also, it hasn't, if they hadn't already already set that up, you know, in Guardians Two, or maybe he and mm -hmm. he they, they they do bring him to life, but the high evolutionary enhances him to have more weapons, that kind of stuff, more power. Because remember, he That's he was born with the Soul Stone, right? You know, so mm -hmm. the, those are gone. So it'd be interesting to see what his power set is. And what all he can do without being tied to the soul stone. How do we think Will Porter's going to do in the role? So, so one more thing. Let me just add one more thing to the last part. Um, I was just going to say, I think one major part is, is if they do do a tie for him as the high evolutionary, like being a part of a creator, like making a more evolved version of the sovereign or something like that, that can kind of play into Rocket's story here. So we have like some story at the end where like Rocket is the one that turns Adam. Like, you know, when he's coming at everybody, he's like, I've been in your shoes, you know, da 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 da, da stops him. And I kind of feel like we might see maybe some kind of very powerful scene like that. Because you, you know, do like hear maybe, that. Yeah, that yeah. is in the that is in the one of the trailers where, you know, they're talking where he's explaining about what the high evolutionary does and his obsession with just, you know, power and, and saying that he wants the perfect form, but in reality it's just like a power trip kind of thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure, sure um so yeah will porter i mean um i've seen him in a couple of things um going back to when he was a kid because he was in the um chronicles of narnia he was in the third one of them when he was very young um and i saw him in um was he a maze runner uh oh i'm not sure yeah he might have been in that as well yeah as, as a young lad um but he was in a, a great movie um about um chicago and uh, he was in that, and that was uh, excellent. Uh, so, and I think he's quite a good actor, actually. Um, and I'd be interested to see what kind of level of that, what his character's like in this. I mean, I know what Adam Warlock in the um, uh, in the uh, comics he's a very sort of straight character, isn't he? You know, I'm wondering yeah. how he's going to play this out on live action. He's kind of solemn, you know, in the comic books. Just coming from that perspective, he's got. You know, because it's like he's kind of created and then he's kind of abandoned and then he's like beat up by Thor and then he's wandering the galaxy and then he's flying around and he doesn't, you know, kind of can't really trust anyone. It's kind of a like a sympathetic, but also like a, um, you know, kind of like a Christ like, uh, you know, character. He even gets crucified at one point uh, in the comics. So, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I think, emotional, you know, heartstrings they can pull at with that character. And I think that. You know, Will, at this point, you know, in his career, I think he's got enough acting chops to really bring that to life and, and play that straight. You know, he's kind of a very straightforward, you know, kind of um, almost like vision, 
Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I compare him to Vision a lot in terms of like he understands it, but he's not fully there. You know, like he's not he's he understands humanity and emotions, and he has I guess some semblance or copy of that of his own, but it's not the same as you and me and and all of us. Yeah, and that's what I'm. I mean, you look at um, Paul Bettany when he took on the role of, of Vision, and you're like, yeah, I trust. It. No, I like, I love, I love Will Paul. I think he's really good. But you know, you know, when Paul Bettany got that role, you're like, yeah, he's gonna, that'd be fine. Like, no problem at all there. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just don't know. You know, you knew that that Paul Bettany would do that job. Can you do you know that Will Porter can do this job? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I could see. Yeah, he he was in the Maze Runner, and he actually plays a pretty good role in the Maze Runner. So I could mm-hmm. see some of that role coming over into this role. Just some of the things he does, because he's kind of. If I think if I remember the role he had, he was the older kid in the camp, and he was right. the one that was kind of the tough kid, the the one kind of trying to lead them or, or trying to get them kind of, you know, uh, corralled up type of thing. So I could possibly see some of that spill over into this role. For um, you, you know, if if you want to see kind of a, a bit of his like versatility, um, there's a, a movie on Netflix called Bandersnatch, which is a Black Mirror, yeah, yeah, choose your own adventure. I think that for 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 me, that's you know what kind of solidifies Will as uh, you know being having the acting chops to to handle this role is you know because in that it's like it's choose your own adventure. So there's so many different looks. That thing goes from like a very straight you know, arrow answer to a suicide ending to a, you know, it's a sci-fi ending. Like there's all, like it's all across the board, you know, all different directions that he has to go and and different, almost different characters kind of that he has to play and different directions that he plays out. So I think he has the versatility to, to make it happen. Yeah. I I can't really speak. I feel like to him as an actor, because I just don't really, I don't think I've seen a lot of stuff with him. So I can't really like, yeah, so I can't really, like, speak to the quality of how I think he'll play the character based on his acting, I guess, premise. But from the perspective of what I see in the trailer, I think he kind of gets it right. It looks like Adam's, like, kind of comes out, like, right off the bat, and he's thinking more logically, like, not really, like, emotionally. Like, it's kind of just, like, go point in this direction, you know, go do this. I think he'll end up, like, probably <laughs> in, like, a brainwashed kind of like drone for the high evolutionary in this movie that's sort of like working with the sovereign to go after the guardians kind of trying to push you know rocket back and i think he kind of gets that kind of like i guess gravitas right in the trailer from what i've seen so Hmm. far of like he's just kind of just like he's just a brute force that's just going to be there and he's not going to be stopped and he probably won't say much i feel like for a large majority of this movie a lot's going to be communicated from silence he is a he's a character of very few words anyway, isn't he, Adam Waller? Unless he starts going on a monologue, but he does, he's not just a chatter, is he? He doesn't yeah. just no. chat. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I see your point. Do you I kind of think of him like the Silver Surfer. I mean, when the Silver Surfer talks, like you normally want to hear what he's got to say because, yeah. like, the Silver Surfer is just not just going to talk just about anything. You know, like yeah. yeah. So. Do Do you think he'll come out of the box kind of like uh, what is it uh, his alter ego Mangus Megus 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 yeah Magnus you think he'll come out out of the box like that but then kind of switch over to be more as a ally You know I think I've been thinking about that kind of a bit because that's a huge part you know in the comics of 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 uh, you know Adam Warlock and who he is and what they end up you know doing with that character and you know, that duality, I think that might be better left for another, I I don't know if they'll go into that, you know, in this movie, because I feel like you could do a whole movie 
just on him at that aspect of him being the bad guy, but he's really the good guy, kind of like, you know, Sentry in the Void and, mm-hmm. you know, a few other characters that have that duality. So I'm not sure if they'll 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 touch on that or or not. And if, or they, the, and if they save that for its own movie, we can see him making Thanos his bitch. Yeah. That's basically what he does in that story where, yeah. where Thanos comes back. He's like, Thanos, he's like, he's lackey, isn't he? And yeah. that just goes to show how powerful uh, like the Megas is, yeah. Or maybe we'll see that inner conflict in the film, and that's more of what the high evolutionaries kind of forced him to do. But his subconscious or his other conscious is kind of making him not want to do that. And there's maybe some inner turmoil we might see with yeah, him in the movie maybe, that, that yeah. could touch onto that in the film. That's a good idea. Uh, speaking of high evolution, kind of. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's a good idea. Speaking of high evolutionary, what do we reckon he's up to? So I, 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 yeah, I was giving some thought to this before we got on here, and you know, I think that so if you if you look back to the original of how uh, Adam Warlock was introduced, you know, uh, he was created by that kind of like evil scientist secret society, but he was um, he was like basically there was some there was basically a quality about him where he was so bright that you couldn't look at him, so they had to kidnap Alicia Masters, which was Ben Grimm from the Fantastic Four's blind uh girlfriend yeah, love masters niece yeah. yeah exactly so they brought her in because she's blind so she could look at him and like kind of give them you know the lay of the land and like you know kind of communicate with him and then you know deal with uh with that so i think maybe you know it's a combination of of that plus what we were just talking about before where he's brought on maybe to perfect what the sovereign couldn't get right because he's been sitting here in this cocoon all this time why is it taking so long? Where's he been at? What's he been up to? Why is it taking, you know, like, because essentially at this point now in Marvel time chronology, what's it been 10 years? Yeah. Since we saw, since we yeah. saw him over that. So like, you know, like it doesn't take that long to, to bake a cake. You know what I mean? Like, so what, what are we, uh, you know, what are we waiting on? Or maybe did they have multiple inner, well, I guess they couldn't do that because they said that was their last of their power. Mm-hmm. When they had that cocoon, so I was thinking maybe they had multiple failures before they got it right. But and then they're probably not, yeah, you know. But I don't know if that happened or not because they said that was like the last of their power to, to uh, build to build him at the end of a Guardians movie. So, yeah, I almost feel like we could have a very interesting situation here where he could be making beings and kind of like trying to do something where maybe potentially at one day he flips the switch and he controls all these beings. Yeah, so you see like him like building this like world of like half like like uh, human animals animals yeah i was gonna say human or something else you know um and it's almost like that's his little world it's made to be almost like the human earth world you know um so i mean like i think we might see a scene where he's maybe abducted from earth maybe somebody brings him like off earth (laughs) maybe just puts him on this journey of like you know they kind of help push him in the right direction and that puts him on this journey, and maybe he just gets out of control, and maybe that's his plan, is, is to make a bunch of creatures. Because, I mean, like, even Rocket had a purpose. He was a pilot, like, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, like, maybe, like, their utilitarianism gets kind of translated into being, like, an army for him, mm-hmm. you know? Or what if he's, like, a space explorer that got off Earth and crash-landed on this planet with a bunch of animals, and started experimenting on them and he needed, he needed a pilot so he made rocket and that's you know was maybe a way he got back into space maybe or something like that so yeah it, it does look like we're gonna have that whole planet of human animals which leads me yeah, to counter yeah mm-hmm. if we're gonna get squirrel girl as a mm-hmm. tease in this as well 
Yeah, so. I'm definitely interested to see how they introduce uh, Counter Earth too, because now yeah. we have an entire Earth, you know, which we've seen that you know they have houses and yeah. you know lawns and cul-de-sacs and driveways. It looks just like your your average suburban neighborhood in you know in the states or in the UK or or in any you know like industrialized country and but it's populated by people that look like you know pandas and rabbits yeah. and, and and raccoons so like how did all, how like that didn't just appear overnight you know and, mm -hmm. and and also you know another thing too is like and and i brought this kind of to show that is that you know this is galactus right here that yeah you know that's the high evolution yeah. of the comic yeah. you know he he goes toe-to-toe -to -toe with galactus like not not necessarily wins but he fought you know on a level with galactus so like how does he amass that power? Is he going to be that powerful? And how did he get mm -hmm. there? You know, I'm, I'm very mm -hmm. curious. Yeah, I'm interested to see if they make him the, the big cosmic threat for the time being. That would be cool. I really, I really like seeing Counter Earth in this trailer too, because it gives me the vibes that like Rocket was like almost like a creation and then tossed to the side because he's no longer like one of the top tier creations. Like yep. all those people look more advanced than Rocket was, you know, like. They're more, they're like more normal human size. More like, human, you know, like, humanoid. Yeah. 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 So. And that's know. par for the course with, uh, with, uh, you know, the high evolutionary from a comics perspective, he, you know, he, he just is constantly going on and on and on and trying to build up and evolve and evolve and evolve himself and the creatures that he creates. So yeah, totally. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so looking at we've looked at a few of the guardians what about some of the other ones that we haven't spoke about Groot, for example and there's not a great deal to speak about he's, he's obviously now like a i guess he's kind of like a mid-20s group now you know he's like he's a bit buff isn't he yeah he's a bit juiced up but he's still got that baby face a little bit yeah um the, uh, you know he, he's, he's got his size back though yeah he has mm -hmm. got his size back yeah i mean i do you know what i saw um a clip from the uh the first guardians the, the other day and i really like that old gnarly sort yeah. of tree looking face that had bits growing off it that you had to break off and mm -hmm. you know i'm i've got i'd liked him as a teenager i thought that i thought he looked great but i'm not so keen on this sort of you know this sort of buff group with this kind of still like a baby face but yeah he's kind of like in between for me he's, he's kind of neither here nor there you know yeah. so I'm, I'm hoping that he'll um he'll get a little bit more um uh rough around the edges as he goes forward uh and maybe after this movie from the chat here real quick uh jimmy clouds join us today hey jimmy uh she says hi guys loving all this comics background on high evolutionary encounter earth nice yeah cool um so so yeah any any other thoughts on Groot? anybody i think he's safe <laughs> my only mm -hmm. other thought yeah he's, he's a cgi character he'll he'll be around for for as long as they can do the cgi the, you know? he's, he is payday in vin diesel's entire <laughs> career like come on like you say one line different ways and you don't even have to be on camera ever like he would I, if, if i were him there's no reason to ever give that role up there's no reason mm -hmm. to ever delete that character like he should just all as long as it's an mcu there should be group yeah, I love that meme but... where it's like, say the line, and it's just him standing there, and it's like, <laughs> I am Groot, and it's like millions of dollars. Here you <laughs> yeah. <go>. like... <laughs> yeah. like, I saw, um, I saw him. At, Vin Diesel was at the um, the European Gala at, um, at Disneyland the other day, and he was like standing there, loving it, you know, arms outstretched, all the fans cheering, and he's. And I'm like, 
come on. <laughs> the guy that says three words for, you know, the entire movie. And he's standing there walking down the red carpet, you know, and there's Chris Pratt like sweating, you know. He's just, <laughs> these were just loving it, you know. But um, yeah, no, I think he's safe. I think we've seen it. He's, he's pretty safe. I mean, he basically died in the first one and he's still safe. Yeah. You know, um, so uh, yeah, he's safe. Drax, we think that he's going. However, yeah. Do we see that we're gonna see? Uh, do we think we're gonna see a little bit of um, solace from Drax? Yeah, a bit of backstory, or maybe even just a little bit of um, good news for him. Do you think we'll, we'll see his daughter? Do you think we'll see Moon Dragon? I think she could be a, a fairly uh, a good shoe in for a new Guardians team. Yeah, I absolutely. I was gonna. I was, I was just gonna say that. I absolutely think that we'll see at least a tease, or at least hear of the existence of and and uh, you know of Moon Dragon. Um, you know, maybe part of his reason that he's sacrificing himself or that he ends up dying is because of the fact that he has that daughter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe she comes back. You know, like who knows? Like what what'll be? But I really, uh, I really think that Moon Dragon is going to be someone that they uh, bring into the MCU. Hopefully, in this movie. Yeah, I sure. think it would. I think it would be awesome if they had drax die at adam warlock's hand and in like his final moments he has like a little highlight reel like a flashback of like him and his daughter or something yeah. like that and cool. then he like says something or mutters something and whoever survives this is like drax had a daughter i need to go find them and tell them that drax is dead and yeah. that leads to you know something maybe with her being brought into maybe more stories down and that could be a post-credit scene too of we actually see her on camera Right, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and we've we've uh, I'd quite like to see um Phil Avell as well. Uh, you know, I think are, they, yeah, they, they should. Yeah, I think they should. That they they almost come as a pair, don't they? In the in the sort of modern um stories, and I think that they. Uh, I think I'd like to see that those two together. There um, is a rumor that Phil Avell is in the film. Yep. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, the, uh, the female. Yeah. She's uh, the female Quasar. That's uh, yep. I've, I just uh, I just saw that recently, like a video trailer breakdown and they showed like um, kind of like a blonde girl in one point and they froze the frame and they were very much thinking that 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 she's that and she's going to be the wielder of the other quantum bangle that is, um, you know, obviously the pair, um, the pair to Miss Marvel's bangle. Um, which could then mean that maybe we have a tie-in with the Marvels. Yeah, because I know in the Marvel trailer, the the main villain she had the other another bangle on her hand. So I wonder if she gets that from her. If if that's going to end up being happening in Guardians. Mm -hmm. that's a really nice little segue into my next yeah. piece which was i was going to say about um do we think that this is going to connect in with anything coming up because obviously we've got the marvels uh you know later on this year which again is a bit of a cosmic story so and and i didn't even think about that actually during uh, monthly i'd already thought of phil of being in this but i never actually thought of the quantum bangle which makes a lot of sense probably because like what jarian had just said i'd already thought about it being on um uh What's the actress's name? Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah, Miss yeah. Marvel. Yeah, I'd already thought it being on her her wrist, but that's actually a really good point. So that makes me now think. I wonder whether there's any link between this and and that movie. Not any real, you know, strong links, but you know, little nods. Yeah, I don't, I don't know because Gunn over his movie career hasn't really in the Guardians hasn't really tied the Guardians to anything else. It's always been more the Guardian story. So the only ties i could see them doing at the end of this is setting up new characters but not tying into the multiverse saga at all 
you know, and, and even with Gunn, as even interviews recently, has said he didn't like the the Guardian showing up in Thor. You know, uh, he said that you know uh, uh, Taika did him a favor with that, and then even some of the stuff that happened, like in Endgame and Infinity War, he didn't like the, what happened with the Guardian. So it seems like he wants to keep them more self contained to that universe, to, you know, to the Guardians thing, and not have them be involved in the overarching thing. So. I, I think it would be really cool if we saw maybe something like maybe a post credit scene just throwing like a curveball to this whole thing where it's like high evolutionary was on Earth but would have never got off Earth had it would have not been for Kang the Conqueror like showing up and yeah. giving him the ability to get off Earth yeah. and being like a part of his plan down the road. So like we mm. find out like Rocket would have never been made had it would have not been for Kang the Conqueror like getting him off Earth. You know that, and and that makes a lot of sense too, because we just saw you know the post credit scene with Victor Timely, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Herbert Wyndham, the High Evolutionary, is you know kind of a little bit past that time, but he's kind of um, tied in with Mister Sinister, and we're yeah. not really necessarily into X Men yet. Maybe we get there with this. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's a segue they take from from this. Or maybe it's someone like Kang playing the Mr. Sinister role of like getting the high evolutionary his start and mm -hmm. then he takes it from there and just keeps going. Yeah. Home. That probably, mm -hmm. yeah, Molly and Alex are probably the best tie in for this saga, but I don't see anything else major for this saga, the yeah. current saga. Yeah. Okay. Um, so on to the big one then. Who do we think is going to croak in this movie? Um, <laughs> I mean, we've all got our ideas. I mean, and, and, and I know this, this, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and I said, and I, and I think, I think you guys all know this. I've said like, I want to come out of this movie, like in tears. I just want to be yes. in bits. I just want to be in bits. Um, I don't necessarily want anybody to die. I just want that kind of emotion. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, he needs to die. She needs to die. I just want to feel that real raw. Like, Do you know what? I'm actually really upset. Um, and I, and, and, and I think you will. And I think that's why, you know, I was saying before that I think this will be the movie that everyone's like, oh, undeniable. This is Marvel is back, you know, or, you know, Marvel still has it or whatever the case may be. I think this is going to be one of those ones kind of like Shang-Chi level where everyone likes it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so along those lines, I'm, I'm sort of thinking, you know, Rocket, because, again, it's like. It's like the worst of both worlds, isn't it? It's like losing somebody you really like and losing a pet. You know, mm -hmm. no, that's that's not a good combination. You know, that's not for your emotions. That's just a terrible combination. So um, I, I think that that's a not necessarily a shoe in because mm -hmm. we've we've seen recently in in the Star Wars um, universe. You know, we all thought we knew exactly where the Mandalorian was going for the last <laughs> episode, and then it just went, nope, we're not going to do any of that. And everyone went, oh, okay, so. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe we're all sitting there thinking, yeah, Rocket's definitely dead. He's definitely, definitely dead. And then he, he's not. I don't know. But, um, mm -hmm. I mean, any thoughts on anybody else? Star-Lord, maybe? Cool. Yeah, yeah, I actually think Star-Lord's going to kick it in this movie. I didn't until, like, I watched, like, Chris Pratt talk about his role and the journey up until this point. And it looked like he was about to start crying. And I was yes. like, oh, okay. And it seemed like he got kind of just, like, really kind of solemn, like... Uh, you know, like, and I was like, um, wow. Yeah, like, I feel like he's, like, basically, like, kind of his demeanor just gave me that maybe something happens to Star-Lord in this. And I think it would kind of make sense that maybe something happens to him or Mantis, because with the holiday special, they just set that up. And I was like, they're setting this up to make this hurt. 
they're going to make this hurt when we lose somebody like, you know, oh, I just found out Peter Quill is my brother and now I lose Peter Quill. And, and the next yeah, year, yeah, you know, like and I feel like maybe that could put maybe Mantis on like a new Star Lord ish kind of path, like trying the whole to co you know, cosmic story that they have with her in the comics. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So so like maybe that could like point her in a direction. Um, but I also think, yeah, Drax is going to die. And I think those are the big three for me is Rocket, Drax, and maybe Peter Quill. And I didn't even think Peter Quill until like I saw, you know, Pratt's reaction. So was the, um, uh, someone correct me, was it the end of the Infinity story where Quill and Nova basically like sacrifice themselves at the end? It's like a big blaze of glory. Um, and they get a statue made for them at the end of it or Infinity. Maybe it wasn't. That I one. know. I don't think it's that story, but I know what you're talking about. I know Nova for sure. I don't know. Yeah, Star. Yeah, Quill was definitely with him, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what story it was, but the two of them, it was like this big blade. They were kind of like joking with each other as they were going into doing. They were like, "Yeah, well, you know, this is the only way." And they were like, "Yeah, haha, this is great," you know. And they just did it. And mm -hmm. I think that for me, that's how Quill's got to go out. He's got to go out. Absolutely. It's got to be a quip in there as he goes you know and i think everyone would love that that's that's perfect for quill yeah and i love those moments too i mean we saw like there's been you know like when johnny storm passed you know dies like that um hyperion and thor die like that going after the beyonders and in, in secret mm -hmm. wars so i think those types of moments make for really good cinema really good because you know like 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 we've seen it before like remember the executioner in uh at the end of uh of thor 2 yeah 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 this last stand like last stands are really like you know really powerful popular cool you know uh scene so i think that mm -hmm. I, I think we definitely get that too i, Which, I think I mean, if, I, go ahead i was just gonna say i think it'd be really interesting if we saw say like maybe a line of like quill make a reference like if we do find out the high evolutionaries from earth like oh you're from earth too like you know like you know one of those like what iron man said to quill when he found out he's like you're from earth like yeah you know like well from yeah Missouri. that's where we're from <laughs> yeah yeah you know like it'd be one of those things like he'd be like well where are you from you know i'm from missouri kind of type of things you could see kind of like a very similar thing happen to both of them and how different they ended up you know mm. is kind of my point so yeah. i definitely think drax is, is gonna die i think rocket's gonna die if we do see quill die which i i have not thought about quill moving forward how they could do this um but that whole thing with nova and quill and the blaze of glory that's gonna be probably rocket and quill in the blaze mm. of glory if that happens now they could also take quill like i was saying they could introduce or tease nova in the post credits and quill could transform into someone who helps rebuild the nova core and we get a proper quill in the mcu not chris pratt because chris pratt could have been upset because it's his last time as quill but we could have someone come in as uh, Quill, be that proper Captain America, Steve Rogers, uh, um, Cyclops, uh, Scott Summers-like, more military-style Nova uh, uh, Quill in the Star Lord of the MCU, and go that route and kind of rebuild the Nova Corps with Nova. So I, I can see them going that route. Um, other two, I think we can see some Ravagers die in this film because mm -hmm. Sylvester Stallone and those Ravagers that we saw at the end of the the second film, those some of those hitters are coming back. And, you know, some of those are also older actors, too, as well. So I could see some Ravager deaths happening, happening also. Um, from Jamie, uh, she goes, I'm bringing a box of extra soft Kleenex because we're <laughs> going to lose Rocket uh, and Drax for sure. So she's on, you know, Rocket and Drax. But, yeah, um, 
I don't know, that Gamora quote, I don't know. I think we'll see Gamora lost or go off with the new Ravagers. Um, I don't think we're going to see Mantis or or uh, Nebula. I don't think Nebula really can die because we saw she basically was in pieces in Infinity War. Yeah, so she, you know, she's more robot than than machine now, or more machine than person now. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. And we, we know Cosmo is probably off limits because they just kind of introduced Cosmo and yeah. gave him the voice now, or her the voice mm-hmm. now. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that you know, with the with the Ravagers there, you know, because we've you know we saw um, you know multiple. Like if you look, I, I don't remember all their names because there's so many of them. But if you look at the Guardians of the Galaxy over the years, um, they've had obviously multiple different rocks. Uh, are characters I've seen in other Guardians of the Galaxy older comics, and they're Ravagers. He's, he's so, there. He's so, still there. <laughs> yeah. So we so so we might we might have some um, you know we we might have some shuffling around you know because like the you know the 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 roster that that kind of you know that was from like 2008 ish is uh, you know Philovel's on it, Moon yep. Dragon is on it. Um, you know, Groot obviously is on it, so they, you know, they they definitely you know have some 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 room for some different tie-ins and stuff that they can do. Or, yeah. or speaking of one last death, Craglin's dead. I think mm-hmm. Craglin's done because Sean. I think, um, yeah, Sean Gunn is probably done with this film too with, with uh, Marvel. So I think Craglin's definitely uh, one to die. Either that, or he goes and stays with like one of his wives on one of his <laughs> planets or something. Yeah. You know, like something like that. Happy yeah. ending for him. Yeah. You know what I'm wondering? Somebody said the other day that um, or it might have even been today. What if they all die? Like, what if it's all it? What, not not it, it's all a dream sort of thing at the end. That's not what I mean. But you know, what if they all go out in that that Star Lord Nova type blaze of glory sort of thing? Because um, totally possible. Yeah, it, you know it is like like you're thinking about this. Like I said, Zoe Saldana sounds like she's done with the role. Mm-hmm. What Alex said about how chris pratt was acting um what um dave batista said about you know about drax the promotion that they've done around rocket you know are they they, you know is karen gillian like is she sort of going okay well i'll come back and do more of these you know more of these movies or is she sort of done now does she want to go off and do some different things so we're going to be like are they all are they all just going to go no we'll all we'll all just we'll all go Basically, a Suicide Squad ending. Yeah, just like a I, I can see that with him wrapping it up for them. Yeah, but because because Karen Gillian has said she wants to be Poison Ivy in the DC. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, like I was I was thinking about it today, and I was like, you know, the most interesting part is is if you lose Quill, you lose say like Rocket and Drax. Think about the team members that are going to be left there. You're going to have like Mantis, Nebula, um, Nebula Cosmo, Gamora is probably going to go off. You know, like, and then it's pretty yeah. much like they're like the main guardians now. Mm-hmm. So you almost have to bring people in. You almost have to bring new characters in, or maybe they take a new name. Maybe mm-hmm. they're, you know, the Annihilators or something. You know, I don't know. Like, you know, they could just take a new name and then maybe form a new team, and then we get a new franchise with a new name. Um, from the chat here from Jamie, because Nebula bonded with other Avengers during the blip, I see her moving towards reuniting with maybe Bruce. And Carol group to stay in, in the Janeer. Surely they can't eliminate everyone. And speaking of Carol, Carol could even be on this team, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So could uh 
so could um, um, Monica as well, whether she be Spectrum or Photon or the new Captain Marvel. So right. we, we could end up getting a scene um, towards the end, you know, where um, if, if that did happen, if they all did go out in this blaze of glory, we could end up getting a scene with uh, Sylvester Stallone's, uh, is it Sakaar? Or yeah. Star Starhawk, isn't it? That's his sort of yeah. superhero name. Where he's kind of talking, we could get a post-credit scene where he's kind of talking to, you know, you don't see who he's talking to at first. And he's kind of saying, you know, a little bit of a take on Nick Fury, where he's sort of like, there was an idea that we'd put together, you know, a, a group of people would come together to protect the galaxy. Um, you know, the last group of people that did that kind of, you know, sacrificed themselves for the for, to save the galaxy. You know, you guys here, you know, are gonna are gonna take on that responsibility going forward. And then it kind of pans round, and you've just got this new group. You've got a, a, a new group there, a gnarly looking group again. You know, because he's grown yeah. up again. You've got a Moon Dragon. You've got Felavel. You've got Adam Warlock. You've got Cosmo. You know, you've got this kind of new team of people that are, that have kind of a little bit. Um, uh age of ultron end of age of ultron yeah if the, yeah, it was yeah, end of age of ultron, wasn't yep. it? yeah that or, kind of that kind of scenario what if you pan and see john c Riley's character sitting there hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think that i think that would be a nice uh segue into the no into nova yep yeah yeah exactly nova could be there as well like he's like the only survivor of the nova corpse is john c Riley, and he kind of is the one to kind of seek out and find Richard Ryder or Sam right. Alexander, depending on which one they do, and that kind of gets us Nova. We don't see Nova, but we get that hint that he survived, and he is maybe like he's maybe he's glowing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's how we get the tease of Nova, maybe. Yeah, because I, yeah. I think to move forward, they're, they're going to need some like Nova. If because I don't know, I don't think Warlock's going to be on the team. He's probably going to go off somewhere on his own and, and kind of have that that uh, I request elaboration, uh, White Vision, regular Vision moment, and kind of go off somewhere, and we'll, we'll see him come back later. Um, I don't think he's going to be part of the team per se after this one for at least not right away. Yeah. Could somebody who dies in this movie potentially be a scroll? Yeah, that too. You know, like let's say that Quill was taken and replaced by a scroll at some point and Quill dies and he turns into a scroll and that would just totally just like shake up, you know, like everything. It'd be like, uh, I mean, it, you question it. It, it is the point. next thing, isn't it? It yeah. is the next yeah. thing after this movie. He's yeah. Secret yeah. Invasion. Yeah, Secret and Invasion. And that's another tie to the Marvels, too, because we know we have scrolls in the Marvels also. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, to your point earlier, Jarian, about it not connecting, I, I think kind of maybe it will, because, you know, I, I've i always seen the way the phases break down. Like, you know, phase four was really, like, akin to phase one. And now that, you know, we're in phase, you know, phase five here, um, I think that phase is going to replicate kind of like what was done in phase two when things started to really come together. And it may not be like a huge connection, but I think you're, you're going to see like a lot of tertiary, a lot of like loose or light tie-ins to other things. We're like, oh, that could lead to that or oh, that leads to that or oh, that's what that means. And then we'll see that explored in further movies. Yeah, I guess because the first Guardians, the really main time they had was the uh, the Power Stone. Yeah, yeah. Was, was that the second one? I'm trying to think. Anything major stick out in the second one that really had a tie into anything? Because that was more of a, its own kind of film. So it, there probably will be some subtle stuff, but I don't think we're going to see anything major for this phase tie-in, though. 
I, I really like that comparison to Phase 2, because I kind of feel like that is going to happen here. I mean, Phase 4 was meant to kind of introduce all these characters. Phase 5 should be like, hey, let's bring them all together and make all their stories intertwine. Phase, you know, if they choose to finish it out at Phase 5, or maybe make that into a Phase 6 thing where they carry some characters like in, maybe characters die off. However, I think it's just a, it's a great way. Phase 2, I think, gets a lot of, like, flack for not being, like, a great phase. But I think it was, like, that entire phase was combining all the stories mm. and setting up phase three. So, you know, it's, it was, it was required. They had to do that in phase two. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was your linking piece, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. It was, it was like, we've got these guys, we've started something off. We need to get somewhere. Well, we can't get somewhere without doing this, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, any final random thoughts? Because we want to be wrapping this up in about eight or nine minutes. So uh, any any random bits that we want to talk about? Music. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. The music. Have we got... Um, did they, they, they did release a, a playlist. I'm sure they did. I thought they did. Oh. But yeah, they have for both, for both movies, I'm pretty no, sure. No, 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 no. I mean, release what? Oh, what, for this? One. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm sure. No, I, I haven't heard of that yet, but I mean, I'm sure they, it'd be silly not to, you know? Yeah, I mean, the I mean, first two have been great, haven't they? Go on, Alex. Sorry. They almost have to have, like, what was it called? An awesome mix? The awesome like, mix, like, yeah. Yeah, this almost has to be awesome mix volume, volume three. I mean, it goes with the it goes with the movie. We got volume two and volume one with the first one and the second one. So, you know, yeah. like, yeah, we, we kind of yeah. got to. But I feel like we might get some, like, songs on there that are going to be played in this movie that are going to be kind of, like, emotionally powerful songs. Yeah. So you know? I, got it, I got it right here. Um, okay. Reported an awesome mix here for volume three. Uh, Radiohead Creep, Heart Crazy on You, Rainbow Since You've Been Gone, Space Hog In the Meantime, Earth Wind and Fire Reasons, mm. The Flaming Lips Do You Realize, Faith No More, We Care A Lot. Man, they should have an epic. That would have been great. And a fight scene, them doing epic. Mm. Um, e Hammock, uh, Kenu No Carnival, um, Alice Cooper. I'm always chasing rainbows. The Mogwies, San Francisco, X, poor girl, the the. This is the days. Beastie Boys, no sleep mm. till Brooklyn. Florence and the Machine, uh, dog days are over. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, Badlands, the replacements. I will dare, and then Redbone, come and get your love. Mm. I know, I know, a fair amount of those. Um, yeah, and there's a place on Spotify too. Do they give? Do they give anything away? Those songs at all? I don't think they really. Not really. No, and and they kind of weren't meant to. They just like they they fit they fit in seamlessly into whatever's going on. But I don't know that they tell the story or tell a mm -hmm. story. Just not in and of no. themselves. They give like a oh, kind of like a vibe almost of. I, I was. Of, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. You know. Um, I think what's really interesting, though, is, is like, I mean, listening to those, like, I heard that song Creep, and I'm instantly thinking of, like, that's going to be played when, like, Peter Quill is, like, trying to talk to Gamora or whatever, and won't leave her alone, or something, you know? Like, I was just like, oh, man, like, that's like, well, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if they actually played during um, uh, Adam Warlock's scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that, too, during that, that song. Him just kind of, like, creeping around, watching them from a distance yeah. or something, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, they totally could. Or him checking himself out, trying to figure out what he is and what he's supposed to be, mm -hmm. you know? So Yeah, he's cre almost creeping around himself, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um. Okay. Um. Anything we want to just wrap up here? 
Not um, no, I you know, be interesting to see if 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 uh, James Gunn pulls anything in this movie with this being his last hurrah in the MCU. I killing everyone I, i've changed my mind i yeah. think everyone's dead i think everyone's dead <laughs> i really do that's what he's gonna do he's just gonna go you know what i'm off <laughs> they're all dead um but uh yeah now i'm looking forward to this movie i think i think like like Monty so said, uh, like what we said at the beginning established cast established you know director within the the trilogy um an established theme and uh feel to the to the to the group of actors and to the group of characters so um yeah i think this will be a nice rounded off trilogy uh this one so yeah looking forward to it i'll be uh Absolutely. seeing it on saturday next week so i've got a got a fun day next saturday we've got the uh the new king's coronation during the day and then i'm gonna go and see gardens of the galaxy free in the evening so i can't wait it's gonna cool. be a great day um i'll probably see it on friday with my wife probably during the like a, a day date I got nice. my tickets for Sunday because I'll be nice. out of town and yeah, I just didn't want to be all, you know, either jet lagged or tired from my trip and then got like, I want to really be able to focus on it. So Yeah, sure. Um, and we'll see how we get on with our review episode. That might have to be slightly later in the week because I know that um, some of us guys are a little bit busy on um, on the early part where we would normally record next Sunday. Um, Jaren, where can I catch us, guys? Sorry. Yep, you can find us That's as usual. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> live live on the Facebook page, live in the Facebook groups, um, live on Trovo, Twitch, and Twitter. All comics evolved, um, and then also we put stuff on the Instagram at Comic Evolved as well, and Super. YouTube and the YouTube channel where Jimmy's uh, chatting today from. Of course, um, Monty, thank you for joining us. My uh, pleasure, man. Anytime, uh, love it. Um, let's see if we can uh, tie up and get you on the review episode yes. as well that'd be really yeah. cool even if we have to do it slightly later in the week next week yeah that's fine we'll do that. uh, and well done alex for getting here and eventually like we said better late than never my friend better late than never um guys it's been a pleasure take care take it easy see you guys peace